Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. Hey everybody, what is up? I am Jeff Welch, and welcome to I Like the Way You Work It. Today I am talking to Eric Whitney, who is a hairstylist at Element Salon and Day Spa here in Fairbanks. And we talk in this rapid-fire conversation about his path to his profession, about paying attention and adapting to the people you're serving, about coping with an ever-changing landscape, which I'm sure none of you can relate to, right? and what it means to meet people where they are. We also get into his love for travel and how he avoids burnout. And of course, Lady Gaga, why not? So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation and let's get right into the podcast. So I'm always fascinated by how people find themselves in the line of work they're in. Um, I, I backed into, into where I'm at. I did not, like they, I wasn't you know, eight years old at some point saying, I want to run a business and right. it should be a printing company. I just sort of was on doing my thing and then I became this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm curious. I, I, I love people who are very, you know, they don't know how they showed up here. I love people who are very, you know, focused from a child. Where do you fit on that spectrum? I think that I didn't really fully come into being the hairstylist that I am today until I took a break from hairstyling. Mm. And um, I, I always knew I wanted to be like in some kind of caregiving uh, okay. position. Um, and this is actually a great way to give care to people. Yeah. It's just on a different level than some other caregiving industries. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's kind of how I ended up really falling in love with it was when I realized that people were coming to see me um, for... Reasons that weren't just beauty related. Yeah. So you, but you had done it for a time before then you took a break and then you kind of like came back to it. How did you get into it in the beginning? Well, there were two options. Go to college Mm -hmm. or follow my best friend into beauty school. Yeah. And I hadn't ever really thought about doing hair until she thought about doing hair. And I thought I, you know, I feel creative and artistic, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't talented with like pen and paper Mm -hmm. um, or paintbrush. Mm -hmm. So... I thought this is a great way to learn a skill that I can apply my own artistic yeah. talents to. And I decided to do that because when it comes to college, I was one of those people who had just, you know, months before had to ask for a hall pass to go to the bathroom. And here you are 18 and they're like, all right, go to college or yeah. find a career. And I did not feel like I was even ready to like join the world yeah. at 18. So beauty school was a safe route. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I took the third option, which is go to college and then realize you made a terrible mistake <laughs> and then stop going to college. So, I mean, yeah, there are many paths. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned caregiving, and I, 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 that's a great way to describe it because it strikes me that in my life, there have been a handful of people, a very small list of people who have ever washed my hair, and you're on that list. Like you have a very intimate connection with the people that you are working with. Um, so how, I mean, how, how, how is that? It is 
a huge like privilege and honor mm -hmm. to be able to touch somebody mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned because yeah. there really aren't a whole lot of career fields where you get a license to touch. Yeah, that's an expectation of the transaction. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Um, and, the, and the importance of touch, it's something that I think a lot of people don't even think about. Mm -hmm. So it's I feel very privileged to be able to work in an industry where it's a high touch Yeah kind of feel because that's I, I would imagine that's not for everybody i mean I, I know a handful of people who like a high five that's a big ask for them because they just don't like to be touched oh absolutely but yeah uh, you also are dealing with people in a very personal way you don't have the option of man i'm not feeling great today i uh had all this stuff happen yesterday that i'm still really frustrated about and i'm coming to work today i'm just going to lock myself in my office and and put my head down and do my work you have to be one-on-one -on -one direct with people even when your day isn't perfect. How, how do you cope with that? Well, I really love my job. That and helps. It, <laughs> it absolutely makes it so easy to come in. And even if I you know, wake up and I'm just like, I wish I could just not go to work today. Um, you just, you go into work and you just belong there. It, mm -hmm. feels, it feels right, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I do think that uh, a different version of me exists in the head of every person I see. Sure. Because we all see each other for a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just not a side of myself that it, it's not important to why I'm there. Mm -hmm. You know, my own personal issues have nothing to do with my job. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's you know certain things like catastrophic death in the family or something yeah. like that. That's obviously going to be a different situation. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's just, it's not about me. People don't come in to hear about my problems. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you do share aspects of your life with people as you get to know them longer over time and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I guess there, I would say that there is definitely a work Eric and there is a at home Eric yeah. or at the grocery store Eric and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. I, I would imagine your days are pretty dynamic. You may do similar things from day to day, but I would imagine they all have a very different pace and sequence and all that good stuff. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, I, I do as much as I can for myself to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Mm -hmm. um, the different pace of each person who sits in my chair really kind of sets the pace for the appointment mm -hmm. and uh, the conversation and just the overall aura of the experience. Mm -hmm. I have some people who come in and treat their haircut or their color as a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. They'd rather be elsewhere. Um, but, you know, I just try to do the best I can with the aromatherapy products that I have <laughs> to, you know, you pay attention to their body language and things like that and how they're seeming today. And if they seem stressed, I'm going to use a stress relieving product on them to yeah. kind of balance everything. So when I'm like exhausted and I show up in your chair and I, I close my eyes for a few minutes, is that okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can, I, I know that that is your like getting into uh self-care mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. So do you, do you think that you, I mean, it sounds like you definitely are using some, some tools and you're, you're incredibly aware of what's happening. Uh, do you feel like you're good at you thrive in a dynamic kind of always changing environment? Is that is that something that's good for you or is that a challenge for you? It's a challenge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a challenge. Um, I do. I'm a, I'm a planner. Mm -hmm. I'm a list maker. I show up early to everything and I hate being late. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so, you know, sometimes the dynamics of the situation create situations that can be stressful. Yeah. And you just kind of have to remind yourself, like, this day will end. I will go home. Yeah. I'm not going to be here till midnight. And you just get through. And you ask your teammates for help if you really need help that bad, mm-hmm. um, which is the great thing about working in, you know, a commission-based hair salon yeah, yeah. where everyone is part of the team versus, like, renting a space yeah. and you're on your own. Do you feel like you, you're you good at that part of it, of, of recalibrating or maybe adjusting your perspective? Do you feel like you're good at recognizing when you need to take a step back and be like... No. <laughs> okay. No, I get very stressed mm-hmm. um, and try not to let that show through, but... Uh, and I, I just I tend to get focused on what's going on right now, yeah. not what what I could be doing to help myself. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just focus on the situation. Yeah. And try to get through as as well as I can. Um. You you travel a lot. I do. Um. So is that is that maybe part of self care for you? Is that something yes. that you do to help you be better at the work and to be better when you're here? Yes. What and do you love about that? It's so important to not get burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to take vacations because it's time to re-energize and recharge and rest and just kind of disconnect from everything. And I always am ready to get back home, ready mm-hmm. to get back to work, feeling inspired. You know, when you're off in Germany and you're seeing a lot of people with orange hair color, it kind of makes you start thinking about work <laughs> a little bit when you're on vacation. Yeah. So... Yeah, travel is is important, and I think it's that's my way of self rejuvenation. I, it's probably fair to say you're a big Lady Gaga fan. I am. So I'm I'm gonna just hit you real quick with my my impressions of Lady Gaga, knowing almost nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. And then you tell me like how close I am, and then we'll talk about maybe why you're a fan. Uh, bad romance. That's a thing that I think that I know about Lady Gaga. Okay. That's okay. That's a correct. Yes. Meat dress. Yes. Okay. Tony Bennett. Yes. Uh, And then I feel like she's a little bit like John Mayer in that like she kind of, she wants to reinvent herself every little bit. So, I mean, like she's the pop star. She did the Tony Bennett thing. She's an actress now. Like very much like I don't have to be the thing that I was before because you don't get to put me in a box. Right. Okay. So what what do you love about Lady Gaga? I love those moments where she's not promoting something mm-hmm. and she's not selling something and she talks about how much she hates promoting things uh-huh. and selling, selling things. Selling something. <laughs> yes. The the humanity yeah. behind her. Um and you know, it's just you see those moments, mm-hmm. and those are the, those moments that people who are close to her or have worked with her professionally, you know, for little bits of time, have all remarked on. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I really try to focus on: is what is what is the underlying message, and yeah. what is she really going through, and things like that. And she's just always been consistent, as far as I feel, with her overall message mm-hmm. of just uh, loving each other and uh, being kind. Is yeah is free and should be easy for everybody. It should be. I yeah. saw somebody with license plates this morning that said, be kind. I was like, that's a good license plate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to surprise you with a couple of things. Um, I had 
uh, Tina at the salon do a little recon for me. Mm. And uh, I, I wanted to get an impression of maybe how some of your coworkers felt about you. So I've just called a couple of things out here, all right? But I, I want to read these to you. Hopefully this doesn't make you too uncomfortable. But uh, someone said, uh, he goes out of his way to help guests and coworkers. If he sees something that needs to be done, he just does it. He doesn't need recognition or to be asked. Uh, someone else uh, says he's always so helpful and willing to help wherever he can or is needed. I love how he shares his creativeness with us. Oh, right. That's very sweet. And um, also the correct answers to those questions. All right. Good. So, <laughs> yeah. so they were right. That's <laughs> yes, <good>. they're right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we live in a world that very much the message from most people seems to be get yours first, you know, take care of you. All that good stuff, and that seems to be the loudest thing that we hear. And yet, you seem to make it a priority to say, "I want to help other people." Yeah, why? That's cool. That's why I do what I do. Yeah, I when I first started at Elements, I started doing uh, guest services, mm-hmm. and I treated the position as though I not only was there to serve the guests of the salon, but I was also there to serve everyone who worked above me mm-hmm. and worked with me. Because if their day went smoothly, my day went smoothly. Yeah. And that's if, if their day is going smoothly, it's good for everybody. It's, you know, it starts from the moment you walk into the yeah. hair salon and then it doesn't end until you come back to the guest services counter to book your next appointment, check out, and then yeah. you're left with uh, whatever impression the guest services team member left on you when you walk out that door. True. And it's important. And I think in those kinds of uh, positions at businesses, guest services, reception, things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. they're highly seen as insignificant, yeah. but they're incredibly significant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That front line, it can sometimes be the be the part of a business that is neglected in terms of we yeah. really need to invest resources and we need to make sure this is an amazing part of the experience. Yeah. And yet, how critical. You know, absolutely. the first impression, the last impression, those are absolutely yeah. things that stick. Absolutely. Have you ever had somebody cry? Like, hopefully in a good way. Ever had somebody cry when you're done working your magic? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, I like it, it, it happens. Like, yeah. I've, I had, I've had people crying for reasons that I don't even know still to this day why they were crying. Mm-hmm. Some people just come in and are going through what have you, and they don't really want to share that with you. And you just try your best to, you know that situation yeah. it's very it's a very perplexing and kind of uncomfortable thing mm-hmm. to go through mm-hmm. i think that that's normal to feel slightly uncomfortable when someone is around you crying because our first initial response is to try to make it better yeah. and um really all all you need to do is just listen to whatever they have to say yeah and empathize well i again i i appreciate um, the way you go about the work you do, because I, I can tell you get that it matters. I think that mm. we often, kind of like you said about the frontline staff, we often, especially when we're asked to talk about the work we do, have a very hierarchical, we immediately think, well, where does my work fit in with everyone else? And I, I, I get it, but I just think it's a waste of energy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, let's just work on doing the work at a high level and realizing that we have a chance to impact people. So here's, here's my final question to you. 
Um, a lot of people work in industries where their impact on the customer, their impact on the on the people their organization serves may be separate from them. They work in accounting and they don't see how the work they do every day necessarily affects the end customer. You are literally right there. Um, how cool is that to be able to um, have the direct impact on the people you're serving um, instead of having to guess from a distance whether or not it makes a difference at all? <laughs> well, everybody loves instant gratification. Mm, it's good. And that's what it is. Yeah. And that is one of the things that keeps me in this industry is the seeing the fruits of your labor mm -hmm. so quickly. Yeah. So it's, it's very rewarding. You just have an opportunity to have such a positive impact on people. Um, and I mean, is that, is that a good feeling to know, man, I, I have the opportunity to make, to improve someone's day by giving them a great experience or is it a lot of pressure? <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. And I think that depending on who you talk to and where they feel with, uh, their confidence levels and yeah. things. You know, I think a lot of it does come from me and my confidence level okay. uh, is going to affect that kind of a situation. Yeah. Um, it is a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah. But that's, I think, totally normal. You're yeah. having someone sit in your chair and you're going to make a physical transformation yeah. on their body and it's literally like the first thing that people see sometimes. And uh, their expectation versus your ability or yeah. their expectation versus what you can achieve with the canvas that you're working with. Sure. Uh, that changes the whole situation every single time someone sits down. Yeah. Their expectation versus their ability to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, absolutely. That's my problem all the time. I want, it's the guy, it's kind of, it, and you need I want to change, but I don't yeah. know what I yeah. want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those yeah, things sure those are, are you know, that, yeah. then you're playing 20 questions and that's totally yeah. fine. And that's totally normal. And yeah. you know, there should be definitely questions that get asked for every appointment. Um, but it can be hard to have to say no sometimes. I try yeah. never to say no. I always give an alternative, mm -hmm. but if I am going to say, I don't think that that is something that's possible or is a good idea. There's definitely a reason why. Yeah. And, uh, there's definitely an alternative being offered. Well, and, and then you've got me who's just like, do it again. Yeah. Just the same thing every time. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, you know, there you have, you have your consistent, I, I, I will be that for you. I will be your consistent person who you don't have to worry about because it's just the same thing you did that's, before. And that's why I always love when you're at the start of my day. <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate the work you're doing. Thank you. Uh, and the way you are doing, I like the way you work it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark. <laughs>